Welcome to the LDA Podcast, a series by the Learning Disabilities Association of America. Our podcast is dedicated to exploring topics of interest to educators, individuals with learning disabilities, parents, and professionals to work towards our goal of creating a more equitable world. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the LDA Podcast. I'm here today with Jordan Green. She's a college student, motivational speaker, author, and advocate. So Jordan, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Of course, we're so excited to have you. So could you start off to tell us just a little bit about yourself? What are some of your hobbies, your passions? What are you studying right now? Yes, absolutely. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Jordan Green. I am a freshman um, in college, and I'm studying education um, and law. And I'm an author, advocate, and leader, and I am passionate about advocating for learning disabilities. Some of my hobbies are I love to paint, I love to draw, and I love journaling. But most importantly, I love being able to be an advocate and use my platforms on Instagram um, and just social media uh, to be able to advocate more for disabilities. Absolutely. Well, that's how we were able to connect as well as originally through social media. You've done a lot of posts, a lot of um, sharing awareness and spreading awareness. So it's been you've been doing a great job so far. (laughs) Would you be able to tell us about the journey of your learning disability diagnosis? Yes, absolutely. Um, Well, I have ADHD. Um, and it, I found that I had ADHD back in when I was in fifth grade. Um, I was always generally a pretty A, B student. I never really struggled in school, but in fifth grade, like everything changed. It felt like I kind of just hit this wall. I couldn't remember what was taught in class. I couldn't pay attention. I couldn't like sit still. I was very inattentive and I couldn't figure out what was wrong. I would spend like hours on homework every night. I would be crying on Sunday because Monday was coming and I had to go back to school. And no matter how hard I tried or studied or worked, met with tutors, like nothing was clicking. Um, and my teacher said I wasn't trying hard enough. My parents were frustrated with me. My peers called me the slow kid. And I was like, what is happening? Like, what? why can't I learn? Why, why am I always like the last one to finish my test and to turn in my assignments? Um, and then one day my parents wanted to get me um, wanted um to get me had the idea maybe I had a learning disability um so I went in um and I got diagnosed with ADHD um and ever since then I've been on this journey of kind of embracing that um and realizing how my ADHD affects me um what are ways that I can uh put things in place that I can be more successful in that um and it's led me here so it's been a definitely a, a beautiful but long journey um but I've come to a place now where I'm just embracing that and I just love my brain and how it works Absolutely. Yeah, to go from that place of, you know, just frustration to be able to get some answers, to know what's happening, to know how your brain works. I'm sure that was huge. Yes, it definitely was. At first I was like, okay, I've heard of ADHD. What does that really mean? So I went on the internet and I was like, what is ADHD? How does it affect me? And I wanted to be like an expert on, you know, like how my my brain works. I really had to like put in um, work and research into knowing that. Um, And it's paid off because I can now tell other kids, you know, like what this means and how it might affect you. Absolutely. So yeah, just to touch on that a little bit more too, what led you from becoming somebody who has ADHD to somebody who has become an advocate for learning disabilities and ADHD? Yes, that's a great question. Uh, Back in um, fifth grade in middle school, I realized that I was not the only kid in my class who had ADHD or had a learning disability. Um, And I would watch um, particularly one student in my class just like begin to kind of shrink back from themselves. They would feel so embarrassed when we had to read out loud um, because they were struggling to read. And they would, um, I would see other kids like call them slow or call them dumb. And I was like, that's that's not okay with me. Like, we're not slow, we're not dumb. We just, our brains are different than ours and that's okay. 
Um, so it was then interesting incidences like that along my middle school career. I was like, mm, someone needs to, to stand up. Someone needs to say, uh, you know, like kind of break the narrative, break these like negative connotations and like learn to embrace it. So I decided then that I wanted to be an advocate and I wanted to begin to teach kids to embrace their um, disabilities because it really truly is a gift. Um, so I that's kind of how it started. And then that led me to publishing books and um, even some articles and a whole, a whole like journey of things. <laughs> yes, I can't wait to talk to you about your publications, but I love how you were, you saw the problem, you saw, hey, this, is, this has a lot of stigma and somebody should speak up about it. Why not me? So I, I love that. And just something I wanted to ask too, you know, you mentioned some bullying, for, um, some feedback from people who are saying like, oh, they're the slow kids. Um, how would you recommend somebody who might be in that situation now, who might be getting those labels, how would you recommend that they sort of overcome that? How, they, how can they build resilience? Yes, the resilience is such a an integral part um, of, of this journey and having that. But I would definitely say um, that I think first you have to embrace and accept yourself um, before you can expect that from anybody else. So for me, I really had to take time to be like, you know what? I don't finish myself as fast as other kids. I do take a little bit more time, but that's okay because that's how I was made and I'm fine with that. So I would really suggest getting to learn to embrace yourself first and being confident in who you are. Know that it's like cool that your brain works differently. Like that's like a kind of like a superpower that you have. Um, so to really spend time in that and don't worry about what anybody else thinks because like you're you and like that's the most important thing. If we were all the same, it'd be a very boring place. So just start on the in inside work. And for me, uh, I did a lot of journaling during that time um, because journaling is how I expressed myself. So I did a lot of journaling and self-reflection and like, you know what? I'm going to come out of this and I'm going to choose to embrace and just shine this new life that I have. I love that answer. Starting with yourself, realizing, you know, that you do think differently and that's not necessarily a bad thing. So to start with your publications here, could you tell us about your first book, My Gifted Difference? How did you decide to write that book? Yes, so that book actually, like the idea for that book actually came over Thanksgiving break in like fifth, in fifth grade. Like I was with my family and we were just talking about, you know, the school year so far. And I was like, I told my mom, I was like, mom, like these kids in my class, you know, they don't understand what ADHD means. They don't understand what dyslexia or ADD means. And I want to be able to tell people, I want to share my story. And I want other kids to know that it's okay to be different. You don't have to feel ashamed. And she said, well, write a book about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll write a book about it. So I just started writing my ideas, writing my story, writing um, like questions and prompts that kind of helped me during that time. Um, and a couple months later, this book was born because <laughs> of just like me wanting other kids to know it's okay to be different. I didn't want any other kid to feel alone like I did at first because community is so important and it's so beautiful. Um, and that's how my book, My Gift of Difference, was born. Um, and since then, I've been able to travel across the country to speak to schools about it and really empower those kids um, who might have felt left out or might have felt less than because of how their brain works. That's amazing. And again, it's just all sort of ties back to your main message of just spreading the word that, you know, learning disabilities and ADHD aren't something to be ashamed of. Well, and I just wanted to talk a little bit more. You have so many different endeavors going on. Could you tell us about the Confidence Club and the Shine Room? Yes. So the Confidence Club is my second book um, that I published. And that one is kind of based on my life. I moved around a lot um, as a kid. Um, and at every school, it was kind of hard to find friends. It was kind of hard to build confidence. And I was like, you know what? I can use my story again to help other girls feel confident. 
So it's about um, a middle school girl who just moves to a new school in a new state um, and how she just encounters mean girls, bullies, and how she learns to eventually just be confident in herself. Because part of what I want to be known for is just embracing other kids and helping them be confident. That, that's what that book is about. Um, and The Shine Room is one of my newest um, endeavors I'm doing. It's a series um, on my Instagram. Um, and it's all about shining a light on diversity and inclusion because that space is often like not well lit. It's a very, people look at it as like a really sad or dark thing, but it's not because we're here, we're loud about it and, and we can be proud about it. So it's all about highlighting um, people in this community who are just doing amazing things. Um, I have a new series um, episode gonna go out pretty soon actually. Um, so stay tuned for that if you guys would like to see it, but it's all about just shining a light on different people or organizations or just like inventions that are in that disability and inclusion space. Absolutely, well, and we'd love to get some links for all of those things too. We can include them in the show notes so people can follow up and yes. with what you're doing. I'm sure people would love to see that. Yes, um, and actually this happened really recently, um, but like, Last month, um, I was invited to be a part, um, to be the youth representative um, for the Georgia Language Ability Association of Georgia's Board of Directors. Um, and that is a, such a huge honor. And I'm just so excited to see uh, how this position goes. And it's, it's very new. So I'm still kind of getting acclimated to it, but I'm just very excited and honored to be a part of the mission here in Georgia. Absolutely. Well, we're fortunate to have you on board. Well, and before we moved on, is there any other publications that you want to talk about? I know you mentioned some articles. Yes, so um, I did an article, I think a couple of years ago, um, about vicarious trauma, um, and it's all just about like the trauma that you might experience from being isolated from people. Um, and as someone who has a disability, there's a lot of times where I just felt very isolated and, and didn't have a community and felt very alone. But I wanted to bring a light to that and like just provide more insight on community um, in that. Uh, so that's what that article is kind of about. And I wanted to just, you know, let other kids know that you're not alone out there. There's someone just like you um, who is going to be confident in it and embrace that. So. Absolutely. Well, and you just, you have so much drive and resilience. And I just wanted to know, where do you get that from? I know we talked a little bit about how, you know, it starts with saying, hey, I, I learned differently. There's nothing wrong with that. How have you built this into, it's been able to let you advocate to so many different people and spread the word and I'm sure help a numerous amount of people. Yes, well, I'm so glad you asked this question um, because when I was first diagnosed with ADHD, that was one of the lowest points in my life. I felt like I was a mistake. I felt like there was something wrong with me. No matter what I did, like nothing would work. Um, and I would just kind of sit in my room sometimes alone and just like, just wonder like, why me? Like, what's wrong with me? Um, and on one of those really dark days, my mom came in and she showed me this Bible verse that said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And it's like a light bulb went off in my head. I was like, wait, like I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Like I, there's no mistake in me. Like I made this how I'm supposed to be. So my faith really gave me the confidence I needed to just like, like use this as a, a gift and as a, a, a foundation to let other kids know, like you can just be who, who you want to be. Um, and ever since then, like whenever I have times where I do doubt myself, or because I'm in college and school is still difficult for me. Like it, it, I'm still on this journey. I go back to that verse and I'm like, you know what? I'm fearfully wonderfully made. And I want every other person out there to know that they are too. And there's no mistake about you. And you're made just how you're supposed to be. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and just if we could talk about that too. I don't know if we've interviewed anybody who's currently in college right <laughs> now. Could you tell us a little bit what it's like for you? Yeah, so I'm a freshman in college. So, and this is my like, 
second semester. So I am like really in the, in the thick of it. And it's definitely different than high school. Um, mm -hmm. But I've realized the importance of advocating for yourself. Um, because I went to a smaller high school and all my teachers knew me, knew my accommodations. But in college, like your professor has a bunch of other students and they may not remember everything that you need. So you really have to like meet with professors and advocate for yourself and say like, I have this accommodation. How can I, you know, take this test with this, with this time or whatever it is. Um, but the journey has been a little bit rocky in the beginning. Uh, but I think that now I'm kind of finding my rhythm and finding that. But I realized that I do have to put in way more studying time than I did in high school because this information is so much more in college. Um, but it's been going really well. It really has helped me develop an even stronger advocating skills for myself and for other girls here on campus. That's so great. Well, we're so glad it's going well for you. So do you have a favorite experience while you've been advocating for learning disabilities and ADHD? Is there a moment that sticks out to you? Yes. Um, so actually like i think a couple months ago um i'm on the national center for learning disabilities um youth council um and pbs reached out to them and wanted to do a documentary um uh, featuring some like young advocates um in college um and they recommended me for this um opportunity um and a couple months ago pbs came out to my campus um and kind of asked me some questions and interviewed me about how my journey has been as a college student with a disability who's also an advocate um, and it was just such a cool experience because we had the cameras there. Like I felt very important. Like I was able to just share my story. Um, and it airs soon. It has not aired yet, but it was a really, really cool opportunity because I was like, wow, like my work is kind of paying off now. Like people are being able to just learn more about disabilities and not have this negative misconception about it. But it was very exciting. And I'm looking forward to more exciting things to come in the future. Absolutely. No, we'll have to look for that. That's awesome. <laughs> So what advice would you give to another young person with LD, maybe somebody that's in that rough spot that you were years ago? What, what would you say to them? Yes, I would say don't give up. Like, I know it's hard. I know you're struggling. I know it feels so long, but please do not give up because you deserve the same amount of, of joy and peace anybody else does. So I would say, I know it's hard. I know you feel alone, but please don't give up because there's something so special about you. Um, and not everyone gets to think the way that we think. So it's kind of like a superpower, you know? So like, just lean into that a little bit, but please don't give up and know that you are made exactly how you're supposed to be. There's no mistake about you. So tell us about your plans for the future. Yes, um, so after I graduate, um, I want to attend law school. Um, my big goal um, is to be able to um, attend law school, get my, my JD, but um, really impact um, positively policy for education and disability um, in our school systems. Like that's just what my dream job would be, um, is to just continue to reform and create more equitable policies for um, education and, and disabled students in our schools. Um, so after that, that's what I plan on doing. Um, it's just working in that um, law and policy field and hopefully that can lead to some like like a more careers down the road. Um, but I definitely see myself working closely with organizations like this. Um, this is where my passion is and I want to use my passion of law and advocacy like together. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're definitely rooting for you and we definitely need you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Of course. Well, and is there anything else that you wanted to add on? Any other messages before we close uh, out? I think I would say like just continue to be yourself and keep shining your light. We've all been given just this, you know, a light unique to you and just to shine, like don't shy it away, don't dim it for anybody. Shine your light and be yourself because being different is definitely a gift. Absolutely. Well, Jordan, where can people find you? Where can they find your books? Where can they keep up with you? I will have some links in the show notes too, but. 
Yeah, so you can connect with me on my website, jordanagreen.com, and the green has an E on the end of it, um, or my Instagram, which is jordanagreen as well, um, and even on LinkedIn is Jordan Ashley Green. Um, I post a lot of my Shine series on there, my new books and products coming up, so please, you know, stay tuned, follow, or visit the website for all information. You can see my books on there as well. My books are also on Amazon. Awesome. Yeah, we'll we'll have links to all of those things. And Jordan, thank you so much for all of your advocacy work and for reaching out and letting people know that they're not alone. And, you know, just because they think differently, that's that's a-okay. Thank you so much for just all the work that you're doing um, and just like looking out for this organization. I'm just so excited and honored um, to be to be a part of it. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the LDA podcast. To learn more about LDA and to get valuable resources and support, visit ldaamerica.org.